Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom up, America. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What a night. You're right and you're wrong. I want you to think about this. Um, There's always storylines in the NFL, and you have, uh, first for the Bears, they're wearing their orange uniforms. Um, Kind of the great pumpkin sort of look. And as a guy who likes orange, don't love the all-orange uniforms. I think there's there's some touch-ups that could be done, but nonetheless, it was fine. It's fine. But you had the orange uniforms, and then you had Justin Fields, who, you know, number one recruit in the country. Um moves from Georgia to Ohio State, and then his great Ohio State. Drafted 15th in the first round. Got to play some last year, new regime, and there was, you know, look, not given great weapons around him, but there's also a, is he their, really their guy? And now we make our decision a lot quicker. By the way, I love the, oh, you only make decisions quicker on some guys. No, Josh Rosen started for part of one year with the Arizona Cardinals, and he hadn't seen a football field ever since. And he was a uh, just as highly touted prospect, uh, drafted a little bit earlier in the first round, and he's been on, I think, seven teams. It's a really hard, it's a hard job to get, an even harder job to keep. On the other side, you had the Redskins, who you had the Seth Wickersham article, you had Dan Snyder there, uh, plus you have this week, You've had your coach say the reason that other teams are better than his team is because of the quarterback, and the quarterback is Carson Wentz, and he didn't play particularly well. Then you factor this in. So the, the commanders get done winning the game, and a reporter asked Daniel Snyder, excuse me, a reporter asked Ron Rivera about a portion of that Seth Wickersham article was Daniel Snyder forced Rivera to bring in Carson Wentz in the offseason. 
here's here's what Ron Rivera said. Honestly, I'm going to I'm going to speak my mind for a second. For honestly, uh, it's been hard. It really has. You lose four games in a row, and everybody wants to get you, you know, just get on you. And they've played their asses off. They have. They play their asses off for everybody. They come out and they show up. They work hard. All right. They don't complain. Okay. They hear all this stuff and they got to deal with it. I get that. And I respect them for that because they're resilient. They come back. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Okay. And that's what pisses me off. Because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time. I'm sorry, I'm done. Um, I understand that he's getting defensive about the article and the veracity of the article. I also think there's gray area there, right? Did they want Deshaun Watson? Did they want Jimmy Garoppolo? Okay, you can't get Deshaun Watson because of all the stuff, and then the Washington, Red, Washington Redskins to, com, to football team to commanders and uh, their internal issues with sexual harassment, like that couldn't happen, right? Garoppolo is hurt. Uh, Baker Mayfield, they were, they were in talks for, but uh, that never came to be. And Carson Wentz became available. He'd had success in the vision. They went with Carson Wentz. So some of it is, is a, a, a deeper discussion is who is actually available to them? Who could they actually take? And how could they actually do it? But but also Rivera offers no sort of accountability. This story would have no veracity if he hadn't come out and said what he said on Tuesday. If, if he had only been in full support of his quarterback and they looked like they were lockstep, then it wouldn't have mattered. Like, okay, so the article said Dan Snyder wanted me to get Carson Wentz. I like Carson Wentz. We took Carson Wentz. He's been doing great. The problem is that Carson Wentz is not doing great. The coach called him out this week. And then this story comes out about an owner who no one likes forcing you to take on a quarterback. Then you have Justin Fields. Here's Justin Fields after the game. We always get told that we're almost there. We're almost there. Like me personally, I'm tired of being almost there. I'm tired of being, you know, just just this close. Uh, I feel like I've been hearing it for so long now, but um, at the end of the day, all you can do is get back to work. It's your second season in Chicago. Th- this is one of the, the two parts that I think some guys struggle with when they get to the NFL on bad teams, especially a quarterback, right? Justin Fields, one of the things about Ohio State quarterbacks is those wide receivers are so good in college that you're throwing the guys are wide open. You can miss a little bit. In the NFL, you, you, can't, you can't miss, especially the way he missed some last night. Additionally, when you're used to winning every game, like remember, you play at George, you lose three games in the season, it's a bad year. When you're the best player in America in high school football, you're not losing three games in a season. You remember Chicago Bears, a good year, you're going to lose four games, five games. And you came into a team that is not exactly talent low. It's kind of somewhere in the, it was in the middle. Now it's towards the bottom in terms of talent. You're going to have to deal with this adversity. What, 20 games? Let's not act like you've been there 15 years. Like, man, I am 15 years in here. I'm tired of it. Uh, but the Justin Fields thing is interesting. Here's Ryan Fitzpatrick after the game on the Amazon post game. I think Justin Fields need to look, he needs to look himself in the mirror and say, what am I? You are not Peyton Manning. You are not Patrick Mahomes. You are not a pocket passer. You are a Cam Newton type. You are a guy that is an elite runner of the football. Elite runner of the football. That's who you are. You're an elite runner of the football. Uh, Which, by the way, that's an ultimate compliment given to him. Elite runner of the football. He compared him to Cam Newton. Like, remember... He didn't compare, he didn't say like, man, Justin Fields is another Jamarcus Russell. He didn't say Justin Fields is, he kind of reminds me of um, Vince Young. Now, Vince Young actually, his rookie year was a pro bowler, okay, but obviously a short-lived NFL career. So I, I understand that we live in a time where when any person, especially a white person, is critical of a black, inherently become racist. But when you compare a quarterback to a former MVP, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion. 
I, I, I'm struggling to see how that's a bad thing. And oh yeah, by the way, he's not wrong. Right? He's not wrong. Justin Fields is a great runner. Now, some of this is on their coaching staff. Put him in position to succeed, but he ain't a pocket dude to sit back there and pat it and go through. No. You know what's always weird is <laughs> you'll hear people act like it's a bad thing to say, hey, he's way better in terms of the threat of him moving and running. Well, you have to put him in some system. Yeah. Just like Tom Brady wouldn't be great if you told him to told him to run some, you know, read action and put him out in harm's way and run him out to places. Like, no, you want that guy moving as little as possible, getting rid of it as quick as possible. Anyway, it was not a great football game. It was not a great watch. Uh, but we were all a sequestered audience because it's Amazon and you can't really channel surf. And I couldn't take my eyes off it. Part of it was the Yankee game was canceled because the rain. You know, yeah, those games canceled because the rain. Won't be the case tonight. Um, here's uh, was this you're you're deeming this woke Twitter is that what this is uh, Jay Stu? I wanted to pick a couple of examples like these are two examples but they're like an amalgamation uh, amalgamation as far as I know is a, the de- defined this way it's an example of a a broader picture it's a one example of many things put together okay so go ahead read them oh you want me to re- you want me to be the bad guy all right so um. At Caleb Blackflash, um, Cam, Cam Newton type running back, Allen after his abysmal rookie season when his legs did. were the only positive. <laughs> he actually did. It's always that so actually, easy actually, to say the, this the, stuff. The big critique of Josh Josh Allen was he was inaccurate and he ran too much, and he wasn't a was and then he got better. And Brian Dable worked with him, and he's probably the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, I don't know what does Ryan Fitzpatrick know, right? He played in the league from 05 to 2021. He played for the Rams, the Bengals, the Bills, the Titans, the Texans, the Jets, uh, the Bucks, the Dolphins, the, the, the Commanders when they were the football team last year, right? He started, I think, a game for him last year. What, what the hell does he know? As opposed to you on Twitter, who he compares him to a former MVP of the NFL, and he's inherently a racist. Like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know what to tell you. But Justin Fields is a very good athlete. He is a very good runner. The difference in him and Cam Newton, and the part I would have stopped him is like, hey, one of the differences, Cam Newton's six foot six, six foot seven, maybe, just blocks out the sun. Whereas Justin Fields is not is not that big a guy. Uh, what were you gonna say, Ramos? No, I was gonna turn uh, chime oh, go in. Ahead, Dan, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the, the Justin Fields conversation is such a such a complicated one. You mentioned that maybe the coaching has something to do with it, and I think it's more of the continuity from you know the two different regimes that probably didn't help him. But this isn't really different than when you look back at his college career. Yeah. Remember how high? I mean, he was so highly recruited and and so sought after. Goes to Georgia. Jake Fromm is there. They try to figure out ways to put Justin Fields on the field, but Fromm just was more of a threat passing. So then he ends up transferring to Ohio State, where he leads him to the college football playoff, throws 41 touchdowns and just three interceptions. You're like, wow, this guy can wing it. You know, Look at what Ryan Day did with him in just one season. And then the COVID season hit, started out crazy good, and then all of a sudden got to hit a wall in the Big Ten title game, and there was just – there was just something that was off. It wasn't the same Justin Fields that that you saw the previous year. And so this roller coaster, I think, is something as well. And I don't know if there have been many even highs in the NFL, Doug, but this is like this isn't just uh, you know, how is is Justin Fields a, a Cam Newton or anything like that. Like th- there's a lot of information about him and stuff that we've seen about him that for some reason we've gotten different Justin Fields at different times. Totally agree. Totally agree. And 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 here's 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 the point that I think needs to be made. And uh, like everything you just said is not only accurate, but it comes from and, and somebody's listening. You're a huge Ohio State football fan, right? Like yes. you watched every snap. Yes. And absolutely. And without even asking you, I kind of think you like Justin Fields. You yeah. want to see him succeed, right? Yeah. But what happens is that people who you either don't follow sports or you just think everything is racist. 
That's really what it is. Everything is racist. You're like, oh, you don't like him because, you know, he's black or he played Ohio State. Like, no, dude, I actually like him. He's just not maybe not that good. Like, this is a really, really hard job. So really, really hard job. Look, this happens in, in any field, in any field. You can have somebody who they get the job and you're like, man, I think that guy would be really good at that job. I'm like, it did not work. Why didn't it work? Well, there's like, could be a bunch of reasons. Maybe one of the reasons is that person is just not good enough at that job. That's really what, what kind of happens. Maybe it's a bad fit. You know, there's, there, there's bad fits. You know, the things that don't work out, you get just the right system, just the right time, just the right offense. And, and this is, it's like, I've always said about like Sam Donald's my guy. I always thought if Sam Donald was ever on a competent team early in his career, where he had to learn about playing quarterback, where he got protected, whatever, but we'll never know that. And now he's a journeyman. Now he's a part-time starter. That's what he is. I'm willing to say like, look, I thought Sam Donald would be awesome. Awesome. I did not think that uh, Josh Rosen would be awesome. I did not know that he'd basically be out of football this quickly. We missed. And, and Lamar Jackson is better than we would have thought. But we, should also, we also have to say, like on some level, Lamar Jackson came to one of the best-run franchises in the entire league. They, and they put a system completely around what his skill set is. With Greg Roman's been good with this back when he was with Colin Kaepernick with the, with the Niners. Like, there's some benefit to it, but Lamar's also improved. So... I just think, I think a fan thinks this is the, I believe what actually happens. Fans think we think like you as fans that we actually care about where you played in college or I don't know you, you guys have your own biases about things. I get this all the time in Oklahoma where people think when I, any commentary I have about somebody who's a rival of Oklahoma state, it's because I played Oklahoma state. Dude, I played Oklahoma state 22 years ago. I don't live in the state of Oklahoma. I love that place. Great place. I don't carry any baggage of, do I like it when Oklahoma loses? Of course I do. Texas, that can be fun too. But I also have lots of friends at those schools and I like the kids. And if it's a good kid, I want to see him succeed. But that can't stop you or in the NFL from making respectable commentary. And what happens is the more we say that any sort of negative commentary about a, a player based upon the color of his skin is off limits. If it's just based upon football, nothing all he's talking about is football, but if that's not fair game, then how can we ever even have any discussion about athletics? We can't. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. 
Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Welcome in. Got all our picks in, plus we got the Gambler upcoming where John Ramos can make a pick for about his Dodgers and talk all kinds of ish, although we know he'll be very, very nervous. Uh, the, we're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, Troy Aikman weighed in on the Cowboys quarterback situation. Here's what he had to say. Through this, back in 91, and when Steve Berline came in and won the last five games of the regular season, and then I was ready to play, and Jimmy stayed with Steve in the postseason and you know I wasn't happy about it I don't think there was questions within the organization as far as who was who was the future uh for the franchise but those become hard questions it's the only position it probably happens at but if they're winning and they win a big road game against Philadelphia I could see where there is some pause and you say well you know how do how exactly do we handle this and Dak is uh, the quarterback of this franchise I love the guy and uh, and they're better with Dak at quarterback but the team's playing good football right now yeah um I've heard Berline Berline was on with Cal earlier this week he talked about the same situation this, this does happen you just you have to have your wits about you, you got to understand what's in front of you how much time you have by time, I mean, you know, it's um, it's do you have time to get Dak back going where he's playing well? And, you know, if the team takes a step back, they can kind of figure Because I, I think ceiling-wise, most people would contend Dak's better than Cooper Rush, regardless of how well they're playing. Cooper's managing the game. He's doing a really good job. He hadn't said hide or hair to no one. And they're doing a good job of calling the game around his strengths. My only thing is when Dak returns, they should continue to call the game just simply to Dak's strengths, you know, and and a little bit more conservatively, and I think you'll get more out of it. Cooper's played well, and, and he's had some big drops from C.D. Lamb. I think that's, I think it's reasonable. Um, but I, for the record, I thought that Tony Romo would have been the better answer when he returned and Dak Prescott had it going his rookie year. The difference is there wasn't the time in the season to get it going. And uh, I I think Dak was wired a little differently at that time because he had gone from nothing and then all of a sudden become the dude and they were winning. It was just a, it was just a a very different world in a different situation, much the same way as Troy and and Steve Berline, where no one thought Steve was really going to take his job, but this is what happens. Yeah. Jay Stu. You know what I'm a fan of? Um, you know, I root for I root for content, and I think the best content that we will have in this NFL season is if, if and when Dak comes back and he just has a stinker and the Cowboys lose. And I'm not talking about like the Cowboys lose and it's you know Dak played okay. I'm saying he is the reason they lost. The fallout the next week and hearing Jerry Jones, him and Han and McCarthy and all that's going to be great because you have an undefeated backup 
and then he comes back, and and I'm rooting for that to happen. That exact scenario for our business. That's going to be fun, isn't it? You, you like chaos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially with that team. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I, like, I mean, I like how they're playing. Like, I love Michael Parsons part of the thing. So, I like, I mean, I want to see how they, how they, I want to see what they do against Philadelphia. Um, I like to see if Philadelphia has, has limitations, right? Because Jalen Hurts last year, we thought, we all thought he had these dramatic limitations. Was limitations of the play calling, limitations of him. But they've gotten a lead and played with it. Like, there's lots of interesting parts. But yes, the Cowboys having an issue with their backup quarterback being seen as better than their starting quarterback and their starting quarterback making way more money is interesting and fun. I don't think ultimately it's going to happen. Like, part of it is finally people are coming around to the Dak's good, he's not great. But I do think we can't go too far afield and say Dak stinks, he doesn't. And there's also something that we don't know, which has been pointed out which is Dak appears to be the unquestioned leader of this team. And I think that has, it absolutely has a value, but that also is part of the calculation for when you bring him back and how you bring him back, how you bring him back. Um, we do that, that why didn't we open up with our chance to talk Cowboys? Because that's, although this is a real chance to talk Cowboys because the Cowboys are really a story. We're not, not just making it up to talk Cowboys, to talk Cowboys. We're talking Cowboys because we need to talk Cowboys. Make sense? Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why? Well, because they're the Cowboys. There we go. Doug, I do have to say that Jason is 100% right about chaos with the Cowboys. You know who else really wants chaos with the Cowboys? Jerry Jones. He's the leader of the chaos of his own team. He is the he is a kingpin of the chaos of his own team. Shocking, isn't it? Why would you say he's the kingpin of chaos? Because he's doing like, does these interviews. Yeah, he just loves to instigate something to cause something to go to be interesting and to be crazy. I mean, the whole thing about the quarterback controversy that he threw in there—does he believe it? I don't know, but to just put it out there, it leads everyone to have these idiotic questions, which is, huh? Maybe Cooper Rush should be the <laughs> should be the main quarterback. No, he shouldn't. Yeah, but I, you know, I, John, I I gotta tell you, like I agree, he doesn't do the best job, you know, of of quelling that stuff. I I completely understand, but I would also tell you that people make that ass- assumption anyway. They discuss it anyway. Now his commentary probably how it's, um, you know, how he says what he says is part of the story and why it it spins like this. But I, I do think anytime a backup quarterback comes in and he plays well and a team wins a game and he feels like he stabilized it, people want to believe the backup should be the starter. I don't think that's a Cowboys only. The, the difference would be how we took the, sure, I'd love to have a quarterback controversy. That'd be a good thing. How we, how we process the things he said. We process the things he said. Byer, can you see any way in which Cooper Rush... Is the starting quarterback with a healthy Dak Prescott? No. Like, Dak's going to get his job back. If he fails miserably, then maybe the opportunity. But, no, when Dak is healthy, he will start. Yeah. I don't think – I'm with you. I'm um, I'm with you, Ramos, in terms of it's not – like what, what Dan is saying. It's not really a story. We're making it a story. But I think part of it is, one, our need to talk Cowboys, and two – People love the idea of chaos there, right? Upsetting the apple cart. And then three, I think we all love the idea of the unknown backup coming in and the starter who's the, we have this vision that the starter comes in and he talks about himself in third person and people feed him grapes and he doesn't touch the grapes. And meanwhile, this, you know, this guy who hasn't shaved, hasn't washed, watches film 23 and a half hours of the day. He comes in and, and lights it up and makes a, you know, makes one twenty-fifth of the money. That's the guy who should get the job. I think that's part of it is we love those underdog stories. I, re- yeah, I remember yeah, the game when Dak Prescott played because he played the Rams. He played the Rams in a, a preseason game and he just lit it up and everybody's like, oh my God. Tony Romo was still the quarterback of the team. Was that correct or was he injured? Can't exactly remember. I get. I don't know if, if Romo got injured in the preseason against the the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yep. Okay, so it was the only series he played, and Romo never came back. Is that correct? 
Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, he came back and played late in the year, week 16 or 17. Okay. He might even play week 17 so Dak didn't get hurt. Okay, but 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 from the from the main point was that Dak Prescott took over the quarterback job. It was never going to be Romo's again, right? Is that was that the theory that it happened after that? Is that why well, it happened? But it happened late in the season where Romo said, "Hey, football's meritocracy." Okay, et cetera, et cetera. Do you guys have a problem with Jerry Jones um, talking as much as he does as an owner or as a GM, or does it not matter? You know, like I mean, do I, do I think it's a great idea? Probably not, but do I like it? You said you you search for content. I mean, that's good content, right? I mean, I, I, that's I'm sure what Jason yeah. Stewart's thinking. Like, not a good idea, but I mean, if he wants to do it, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna decipher it. Right? You know, like like just to take the Rams for example. Like, if Stan Kroenke had a weekly radio hit, you know, in L.A. and talked about these things, as opposed to Les Snead saying it would we take them differently because one said it as opposed to the other if they were saying the same thing you know about Matthew Stafford because that's the thing with Jerry because he is the he's the end-all be-all and at times I toggle back and forth and being like is he speaking as the Cowboys owner like as their number one cheerleader or is he speaking as the general manager and the guy who makes the decisions and is you know like and not saying that the owner doesn't but you know, I, I sometimes go back and forth when I hear Jerry speak on things because when he's on those radio hits, I don't know if he's speaking as the owner or if he's speaking as the GM. Isn't he a, an owner who uh, who likes to pride himself on knowing the game and being in on the football decisions? I mean, he seems to have a unique uh, a unique position in that regard. Not you don't see too many of those in sports, right? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's their general manager. He is like he's their GM, just like. Less need is, you know. I mean, there's other input there, but I, I, I just, I, I take it, I take it differently if Bob Kraft went somewhere, and obviously, you know, to use another owner, owner, and say, you know, say something. Um, but I just like the candidness of the general manager position is just what strikes me because those guys are so close to the close to the vest when it comes to anything like an owner may say something stupid here and there like oh that's the owner but jerry goes on weekly as a general manager and i just don't think that you'd see that and, you no know. you don't but he, and he, the reason that those guys are so tight otherwise you know and don't say anything is because they're afraid that the owner what what the owner will think well now he's like sure. i'm you know i'm the head guy in charge i can tell you what i think i don't care yeah i mean you know? when you asked Les Snead during the rams uh, when we were at the Rams camp, he gave you a great an answer of about Matthew Stafford. Remember, you asked him about his arm. And he's like, "Hey, you know what? He's be, you know we we know what's best for him. He's doing great. He's everything's fine." I have a feeling if that was Jerry Jones, he would say like, "Well, you know that arm. He's having <laughs> he's having trouble. We're gonna have to see what we can do." We may, you know, I mean, it's not as good as it was, but I just have a feeling he would say not the general manager speak. He would have the more of a like, "Oh, watch out! I mean, that arm could go any day." We're not sure. What do you think, Jay Stu? I, I think John's got a, a bad Jerry Jones impression. Wow. That, that's what I have. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, mean I, to, I, yeah. I didn't mean to do a Jerry Jones. I just wanted to. No, yeah, no, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that. That was You bad. were trying, John. You can do it. You, you can try, everybody try and do a Jerry Jones <laughs> that was bad. impression. You no, know, now, hell, we got to, you know, you want to do a Jerry Jones impression now. You got to. You got you got to figure out kind of your tone. You got to figure out you know how fast you can talk, and you got to figure out you know when we're talking about. I think you know, you're going too fast. I am going too fast. Yeah, I'm going too fast. There, there was this. Uh, we used to put this guy on when the Scoars used to fill in on the Rome show. They we they used to put one of his buddies on a comedy uh, a comedian, and he did the best Jerry Jones impression ever. And then he would say really funny stuff. And for whatever reason, this joke sticks out. Remember when um, So remember when they j- just built the stadium and they were about to launch it, and this comedian comes on in his Jerry voice and says, yeah, um, I'm, I'm doing this phone interview, driving around, driving around my new stadium. He's like, and then he said one feature about uh, the big screen in this new stadium, everybody in the stadium gets a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that that is so. Funny Everybody in the stadium gets remote control. <laughs> I'm just shocked the fact that you're saying the guy put on a friend of his on the radio, 
a buddy of his, a friend of the show, not a guest oh. or a, a <laughs> caller, but a friend of the show. I'm sorry, I thought, I thought, because that doesn't happen a lot in radio. So I'm glad you <laughs> decipher that. Oh, it's a good game of telephone. Was that was that sarcasm, Ramos? I think it happens all the time. No, you're right. That's my oh, exact okay. point. It does happen oh, okay. all the time. Oh, okay. You're 100 percent hit it right on the mark. Yeah, I I I, I couldn't tell on R- Ramos if he was doing sarcasm <laughs> or if he was doing Jerry Jones. That's that's really what I. Was. <laughs> Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Going to get to a game in a second. First, let's get to the picks. Doug Gottlieb, there you go. We got him. Five NFL, five college. Five on three. One, two, three. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go, five. All right, what up? Doug Gottlieb Show, five, four, five. Let's get to the five picks. College football, starting the great state of Oklahoma, Sooner State. Jayhawks go down and take on Oklahoma. They had a dual threat quarterback. He's hurt. They had an outstanding running back from the state of Oklahoma. He's hurt. Kansas had an unbelievable year. Oklahoma's had a disappointing year, but level of competition changes dramatically. OU is a, uh, OU to me becomes an easy pick. It it really does. Um, you know, I, I, I understand how people look at these games. Kansas taking on Oklahoma. Oklahoma's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite now. I love Oklahoma. Give me the eight-and-a-half points. I'll lay it. OU wins. OU covers. And they get some sort of sense of being back on track. Oklahoma State travels to TCU. Also undefeated. Just beat previously undefeated Kansas. TCU also stomped out Oklahoma. TCU's got a high-powered offense. Oklahoma State's defense pretty good. Uh, Spencer Sanders has been there forever and uh, they don't have a great running game, but they can run it. They have a great passing game, but they can pass it. They have a great defense, but they can stop people good on special teams. I just four points for Oklahoma state. Who's had great success against TCU in the big 12. I'll take Oklahoma state in the points, even if it's on the road. Um, Tennessee's an interesting one, right? (coughs) Tennessee's undefeated. They're at home facing Alabama and they're getting eight points, getting eight points. That means that everybody thinks Bryce Young's going to play for Alabama. I think Bryce Young's going to play for Alabama. But Hendon uh, Hooker's had a great season, not a good season. <clears throat> Hyatt's had an unbelievable year with, what, 27? Jalen Hyatt has 27 catches, five TDs already. I think Tennessee's real. I think this is a great game, goes down to the wire. I'll take the points and take Tennessee. USC's taking on Utah. Utah's a team that's supposed to they like to push people around the, in the Pac-12. They got pushed around last week at UCLA. I think UCLA smacked them, and I think SC's better than UCLA. Plus, USC's getting three and a half. I know it's an altitude. I know SC, you know, the, the fear is that Utah's too physical. You don't have to go money line. Just take SC and get the points. You're welcome. And then Florida. Florida is getting two and a half points at home. And uh, this is a weird one. I think I, I understand some people will be on the other side of it. Um, and they'll be on the other side of it because, you know, Florida has a quarterback who's all over the place throwing the football. Understood. Uh, but for me, I look at the Gators and I see LSU coming in and LSU just got smacked. Um, and Daniels is not great at quarterback. Florida's two losses are two of the elite quarterbacks and teams in the country um, with Kentucky at home and Tennessee on the road, and they beat Utah. I don't, I don't love Anthony Richardson, the thrower, five touchdowns, seven, reception, seven interceptions, four sacks. I do love him as a runner, and I love how they can run the football and shorten this game. I like Florida in it. Florida's laying two and a half. Give me the Gators, chomp, chomp. All right, let's go to the NFL. Cowboys taking on the Eagles, huh? We're gonna, we're gonna, all right, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do game time at the end of the show. Okay, good. Let me get to my picks then. All right, NFL picks. Cowboys taking on the Eagles. Cowboys taking on the Eagles. Cowboys are a good football team. They got a very good defense, and they're getting six and a half points. If you can get it to seven or seven and a half, even by the hook, take it. I like the Cowboys, and I'm not sure I don't like them to win straight up. But if I'm going to get six and a half, and I'm gonna, especially if you're going to do a same uh, a, a parlay, Cowboys getting six and a half. You want to wait for seven or buy that hook? You're in great shape. Give me the Cowboys. Rams are taking on the Panthers. Panthers fired their coach. 
Panthers have a third third stringer at quarterback starting. Panthers are a bit of a mess. Offense can't score. Defense is okay. Rams have had their own struggles offensively. But the personnel is there. Rams put it together. Rams blow out the Panthers. Take the Rams. If I were to tell you the number one offense in, in, in the National Football League, who would you guess that it is? Would you guess that it's quarterback by Geno Smith? That's a wow, right? Total wow. Seahawks take on the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are that good. Divisional foe. I think the Seahawks aren't bad, especially at home. Cardinals are two and away, two and zero at home, but both are comeback wins. I, I take. I'm going to take the Seahawks, who are getting two and a half, even though they're playing home. If you can get it to three or three and a half, take that sucker and run with it. Uh, Bills taking on the Chiefs. Bills. You just take the money line in the first half. That means all they have to do is be leading in the first half and you'll make a good amount of money. Bills, first half, money line. Take it. And then the final NFL pick, the G-Men at home against the Ravens. Why? They run the football that shortens the game. Wink Martindale's their defense coordinator. Where'd he come from? The Ravens. Okay. Not that he knows everything about the offense, but enough about the offense. Give me the Giants. Those are the picks. Five on three. One, two, three. There it is. Five NFL, Let's go five. five college, five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Boom. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Um, get to my picks in a second. 
Plus, we got a game to play. But let's welcome in TJ Hushmanzada, of course, a Pro Bowl wide receiver, co-host of Up on Game. He, LeVar Arrington, Plexico Burst. It airs Saturday on Fox Sports Radio. You can download the podcast in the iHeartRadio app. Hush, uh, tough game to watch last night. Um, but, but give me your sense. Let's start with Justin Fields. People are coming at Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's like, look, man, he's a Cam Newton type, not a Peyton Manning type. What do you think of Justin Fields in terms of how good a quarterback he is and can ultimately be? Uh, first off, I played with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I thought he was wrong. Um, you look at Ryan's career and the way he started, and he was able to learn behind the scenes. It takes time. But when, when Ryan at least played with us, he, he had me and Chad to throw the ball to. <laughs> and so that's a little different than what Justin Fields is working with. None, and it's no disrespect to any of those dudes, but his receivers wouldn't start on any other team. And so as bad as he played, as you want to make it seem like he played, if he has a number one receiver, they win that game because that ball is caught at the end of the game. And, and so is it growing pains? Absolutely it's growing pains. Do I believe the offense and the coaches are helping him out? I, I don't believe they're helping him out. And so you got to fight through that. The best of the best can fight through it. He may not be the best of the best, but from what I saw last night and what you, what I saw, what I've seen last year and this year, he can be a good quarterback, but like the majority of these guys, they need guys around them that can get open, that can protect, that can block. Run. They ran the ball very effectively. They just couldn't pass block and his receivers couldn't get open. Fourth and 11. The play call gets in late. They get a penalty. Now it's fourth and 16. Ball goes right through the receiver's hands. If it's fourth and 11, with a top-notch receiver, that's the first down. And so there's just so many things you can nitpick with that game. But I believe he can be a good player if you surround him with good players. Uh, okay. Is Carson Wentz salvageable? Man, I, I really feel bad for Carson Wentz, man, because he seemed like he was on his way to be something special, man. He's going to be the MVP of the league. He gets hurt, Nick Foles leads him to a Super Bowl. And from that point forward, he's just been slowly going downhill. Is it salvageable? I, I would, I'm, if you ask, yeah, I get, I think it is because when he was in Philly, it was like, oh, he's terrible. He didn't have a bad year in Indy last year. He had a bad few weeks at the end, but it wasn't a bad year. The way he looks now, yeah, it looks bad, but again, I, mentally, he 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 needs help. Mentally, he needs to be coddled. He needs to be. Uh, told we believe in you each and every day some players need that others don't he he looks like he's one that you can't talk once ron rivera comes down says what he says it's yeah. downhill man his, that, his psyche not, it seems I'm, like I'm, I'm, it's I'm, not you, there to, it can't handle that yeah i mean obviously he must not have known the guy but if you know anything about the guy that was not that was the that was the opposite of attack that you should probably probably take there uh, it's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Where are you on the Cowboys quarterback situation? Oh, Dak's the quarterback. I mean, they're, yeah, they're winning. They're winning on the back of the defense. Duh. Like, Cooper rushed through for 102 yards. They're running the ball 60% of the time. The first game they threw it, I believe it was 72% of the time. So it's different. They're They're... Their game plan. Mike McCarthy has done a good job because you can't say it's Kellen Moore because when they're doing terrible, it's Mike McCarthy sucks. So you let's give Mike McCarthy his credit. He's doing a good job with Cooper Rush. They're managing the game. They're letting that pass rush and that defense win it for him. If they maintain the same philosophy with Dak Prescott, they'll be successful. He threw for 102 yards in the last game. Come on now. Oh, I mean, I'm with you. I guess the, uh, my question is more – why wouldn't you um, keep this a similar? Have the same game plan when you have Dak, right? I mean that it's clearly working for you. We would both agree Dak's better than Cooper Rush. I think part of the thing is it's like you want to show off Dak and give him more of the playbook, but you don't need it, right? Kind of similar style with a better quarterback, play to the defense, and you know get the ball to C.D. Lamb with some explosives every now and again. You're going to be good. I, I believe if they. Just be 50-50 with Dak. You don't have to be 70-30. Be 50-50 with Dak. And he doesn't have to throw for 300 yards per game. Get him in the 220 to 245 range a game, and the Cowboys will be fine. But 
they're managing these games with Cooper Rush. And when you pay a quarterback what they paid Dak Prescott, you're not going to manage the game. You want him to earn his money, but you want to win games first and foremost. And so let's be more balanced. Let's try to be closer to 50-50 than 70-30, and I think they'll be fine if, if they can do that. But it's hard, man. When you know you have better players out there, you tend to take more chances. You you tend to be a little more aggressive. And so they're going to have to hone in on there. They're, they're going to have to have somebody, hey, come on now, let, let's dial back a little bit. Because they know with Dak, they can take more chances. And those chances can turn out negative or positive. They just need to have somebody in their ear saying, okay, let's be careful with this. Now let, let's get balanced. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. T.J. Hushman's out is our guest. Uh, what is wrong with Russell Wilson? Man, I, honestly, when, when, you look, when you look at Russell Wilson, the, the skill guys there, the offensive line is, is up and down. It, it has to be like Russell Wilson has been too successful throughout his career. Has, has he played great? No. The Jerry Judy has an over route. If he throws it towards the sideline, that's a big play. He throws him up the field, and it's incomplete. I mean, that one was easy. Just lay it out for Jerry it, Judy to run under it, right? It was easy, but if I, I just look at who's had, who's had success in the league. The guy calling the plays or the guy executing the plays? The guy executing the plays has shown me he's had success. Hackett has never had success in the league as a play caller. And so I'm going to go with the guy that has been proven, and that's Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's out there playing. Does he need to play better? Absolutely, and I'm sure he'll tell you that. But Hackett needs to be better as a coach. Pete Carroll had a ton of success with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was one of the best quarterbacks of the last decade. Now, all of a sudden, he can't play, or all of a sudden, he's old. I I don't believe that. And so, to me, it falls on Hackett. Coaching matters in the National Football League, man. The, The play calls, the defensive play calls, anticipate a coverage you call this play you anticipate this play you call that coverage it matters a ton and that's why the coaches like Andy Reid and Sean Payton and uh, McVay and those guys and Kyle Shanahan that's why these dudes are so successful because they call the right play at the right time what do you think of uh, the decision to go for two from Josh McDaniels Raiders on the road down a point they end up getting the ball back with a chance to uh, to, to win the game, but what did you think of it at the time? I didn't like it, and I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it. If you get the two-point conversion, just say you get it. You go up 31-30. to 30, You're giving the Chiefs four downs to get in field goal range. So they're going to go for it every single time. And with Patrick Mahomes, probably going to get it every single time. So you're probably going to – I'm kicking the PAT. I'll play for overtime because if I get the two-point conversion – Patrick Mahomes will be given four downs every single time until we stop him or until they get in field goal range. That was my only thing is you don't want to get a ball back to Patrick Mahomes, and he, now he has an extra down. And so that was my reasoning behind that. The Raiders just got to get over the hump. You're up 20-0 to to the Cardinals, you lose. You're up 17-0 to the Chiefs, you lose. They need to figure this out, man. And that play call at the end, you saw it was cover zero. And the guy that's covering the tight end, he didn't blitz. So the blitz should have been picked up. Somebody along that offensive line, I'm going to say it was a left guard. He probably didn't step down when you should have in cover zero. Everybody steps down. You leave the outside guy free. I'm believing it's the left guard that messed up. I could be wrong. I didn't really watch the replay. But when I looked at it, the left guard, uh, I think he might have blew his assignment on that. Um, okay, what, what about uh, how, do, how do those guys run into each other? How did that happen? So on that play – some people call it a decisions combination. If it's a if it's number system, it's a seventy eight combination. Devontae Adams is running the deep post. Hunter Riffro is running the um we call it a freeze release inside out route. If it's man, if it's zone corner route. Hunter Riffro releases inside, but we were I was a slot receiver. We we're always taught you got to look outside. If that guy is pressed, he's not going to get a free release. So we have to take a little longer in the slot so that we don't run into the outside guy when he's breaking to the post as I'm breaking to the out slash corner route. And that's what happened. Hunter Renfro didn't take enough time, and that's why they collided. Should have never happened because once you realize it's cover zero, Renfro must understand that ball's not coming to me. The only chance we got is for Carr to lay it up down the middle to Devontae. Um, lesson learned. Um. 
I've I've posted uh, the video from behind Devontae walking off the field where it looks like he's walking and kind of got his head down and dude just runs into him. And yeah, he pushed him, but it's it's more of a reactionary. Like somebody comes from out of your periphery, periphery and runs into you, you, know, you use your hands, right? And then again, this is me guessing, but the Raider guy behind him is like, I got it, pushed him in the locker room. He, he's being charged with a misdemeanor assault. Uh, where are you on, on Devontae, who I'm sure wasn't happy. You know, he stepped, he bobbled the ball on third down, runs into Renfro on fourth down. But in regards to that particular moment, what do you think? Man, we got to stop this uh, trying to swindle everybody for money stuff, man. Like, we, we got to stop this in society. Oh, he has money. Let me file a civil suit. He's going to settle because it's cheaper than him paying for an attorney and things of that nature. You got up. You walked off. What's wrong with you? When we're playing the game, any sport, basketball, football, baseball, with those type of stakes, that type of finish, emotions are high. You're pissed off. You're walking with your head down. Somebody bumps into you. You're just trying to get into the locker room, man. You're trying to get into the locker room. Does he see that guy? I don't know. But it looks like, like you said, he had his head down. Somebody's in his way. Get out. I'm trying to get to the locker room because I'm frustrated. I don't believe anything happened to the photographer. And if something did happen to the photographer, I hope he's okay. But all this trying to um, take advantage and get people for whatever dollar, they, they got to stop this stuff, man. Like, if Devontae has to pay, man, that guy shouldn't be allowed to be a freelance photographer anymore. He shouldn't be allowed to do that. You're not, because you, you've been there, you know, you're not allowed to walk with, they, the players have the right of way. You're on their field. The yeah, players have the right of way. So, there's a security breakdown, but that dude's not supposed to be there. And, and yes, giving money to a guy who's in the wrong place at the wrong time and nothing actually happened to him, that's like those, those uh, laws where, like, if you break into somebody's house, you know, and you hurt yourself while trying to steal their stuff, you can sue them. Like, these are, it's like the worst frivolous lawsuits It's unbelievable. But yeah. it, it's the emotion that you have to come down from. Why do you think when you lose a big game, the media's not allowed into the locker room for 15, 20 minutes? Why is that? Because we calm down. If they could interview us right after, you know how interviews would go and how they would be and how many people would be fine if you could get interviewed right after a loss. You need to calm down. You need to get in that locker room, decompress, and kind of just get your wits about yourself. Emotions are too high in that moment. And so if Devontae Adams has to pay this guy, and me and my wife, we disagree. She's like, oh, Devontae shouldn't have done that. We disagree with that. But – if Devontae has to pay this guy, that guy should not be allowed to do a, a freelance photographer NFL game ever. I don't again. give him a dime. I wouldn't give him a dime. No, don't give him a dime. See, see in court. That, that, that's me. T.J. Hushman's Up on Game hey, is the podcast. Hey, Doug, can I ask huh. you a question real quick? Yeah. Yes. Real quick. Yes. I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, I feel like you uh, don't love me anymore. But let me what are you talking about you don't love me? I'm a cell phone text away, bro. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. And I'm sure you've already talked about this. I know this for a fact. What do you think about the Draymond punishment? It's weak. Okay. We're on the same page with that. All right. I just want to I mean, like, look, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. This, this is what I've said. Fights happen. Okay? That's not a fight. Right? That, that's not what, what was that. And, <clears throat> and I've seen other, I think Marcus Spears said this earlier today, which I agree. Like, you're Jordan Poole. Like, we're never good again. Like, Ever. You're never good. Like, you can function, but you're never good again. Right, like that, that, that dramatically uh, changes the whole tenor of everything. You know, and is, you have a is team Dray- dinner. Yeah, Jordan is like, "Hey, is Draymond going? All right, yeah, I ain't going. I'm good. I'm good. We're, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I won't yeah. be there. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I figured you would be on that. I mean, you're I, a basketball player. I think player. I kind of think though, and, and like the idea that they're like, well, you know, the ring ceremony. Like, sorry, dude, he punched his teammate. You lost. He lost his privilege of being at the ring ceremony. I agree, but I guess winning uh, matters more than uh, doing what's right. I, I guess so. Uh, TJ Hoosh, thanks so much. Hey, Doug, take care, man. Kill the rest of the show, or let yeah, me not. Feel free to that. text Be me when you want to talk to me. Show. Like I'm here, dude. You can. You, we're boys. You can. All right. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.